Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in POD. That's stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I'm not going to raise my voice. Yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drink your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the Dyer Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. Preseason episode four, everything's happening. All of the preseason polls are coming out. We've got an AP poll to look at. We've got a Big 12 poll to look at, voted on by coaches. Let's get to that one first. So the Big 12 came out with their preseason awards, preseason teams, and preseason rankings of the 10 teams voted on by the coaches. West Virginia ends up tied for fifth with Oklahoma State. That's fine. Nobody knows, right? They did pretty good last year predicting the order of teams. We'll see how the good they do this year. I am always better with under-promising over-delivering. So West Virginia picked fifth. If you listen to the Mike Kazaza episode, if you haven't, definitely check it out. He's got West Virginia easily in the top four based on his prediction. So fifth, you can move up from there. Uh, And that's fine. As far as individual awards, the only one from WVU went to Taz Sherman. He made honorable mention all Big 12. And that was the only recognition for WVU. Kansas picked to win the conference. Iowa State Cyclones unanimously picked last like I don't the Iowa State coach I guess he can pick himself last it was unanimous you can't vote yourself first but I guess you can vote yourself last and maybe he did that I gotta I gotta do some more research on that let's look at the Associated Press 
They came out with their preseason top 25. West Virginia University, and I don't know how many AP writers vote in this thing. West Virginia got zero votes. <laughs> so, again, that's great. Lower expectations, under promise, over deliver. Three Big 12 teams made the top 25, and they're all in the top 10. Kansas, number three, Texas, number five, and Baylor, number eight. And then you've got Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. They did make the others receiving votes category. So that covers the predictions and polls from the humans. Been having some great guests in the offseason. I've got another one for you today. I've got Ken Pomeroy's computer. Yes, couldn't get Ken Pomeroy, but his computer, and I can't explain how I've done this, but through the magic of technology, I was able to access Kenneth Pomeroy's computer, type in the information that I needed, hit the option for podcast recording, and I'm getting, let me open up the file now and let's see what Ken Pomeroy's computer has to say. I put in information about West Virginia University, Big 12 Conference, so let's see what it spits out. Nice to meet you. Ken has put in all the data and all of the information so that I can come up with my preseason rankings for the 2021-2022 Division I NCAA men's basketball season. I'm sure you're curious where I have West Virginia University, and I'm happy to report that the Mountaineers are the 46th best team in Division One out of a possible 358 schools. That's good for sixth in the Big 12 Conference. I had West Virginia as a top 10 team last season. Top 50, not bad, huh? Not top 10, though. When you look at my calculations for the Big 12, I have Kansas, number one, followed by Baylor, number two, followed by Texas Tech, number three, followed by the University of Texas, number four. Texas, to my understanding, and I can only go on what Ken has entered, is still in the Big 12 Conference. When you look at all of the conferences in Division I basketball, I have the Big 12 as the second best conference, trailing only the Big 10 conference. I am a computer, I don't have feelings, but I am a sucker for conferences that have the word big in it followed by a number. When you look at West Virginia University's non-conference schedule, it looks like, based on my calculations, that it could be a little easier than recent years. Only three of West Virginia's 11 known non-conference games are against teams in my top 100. 
West Virginia does have a chance to play two more top 100 teams based on the results of their appearance in the Charleston Classic. That's Charleston, South Carolina, not Charleston, West Virginia. If it was in Charleston, West Virginia, it would affect my calculations. Four teams in West Virginia University's non-conference schedule are in the 200s, including Youngstown State. The Penguins are, according to my calculations, the 290th best team, again, out of 358 Division I schools. Based on all of the changes to the Mountaineers roster, I don't think anyone minds that the non-conference schedule might be a little bit easier. Hopefully, as a WVU fan, you can watch the Mountaineers get confidence against not as great teams, according to my calculations, and have an opportunity for Bob Huggins to try different lineups out and play different guys to see what he has while also getting some wins. This is not a cupcake non-conference schedule, though. There are tough ones mixed in. Arkansas, who West Virginia will play in 2022 in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. They are ranked 15 in my preseason rankings. University of Connecticut is ranked 21st. And the University of Alabama Birmingham, who West Virginia will go to Birmingham in 2021, is the highest ranked Conference USA team. This is all the data that Joshua Witt has requested for me to share on this podcast. Thank you for listening, and have a lovely day. Wow. Again, big thanks to Ken Pomeroy's computer for joining me. Really interesting information there. Ken Pomeroy's computer, really big on Texas Tech. Like, way higher than the AP voters. The coaches have Texas Tech fourth, so I guess, you know, the the computer has Texas Tech third, but we're talking like top 15 Texas Tech. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, with with love and respect to Ken Pomeroy's computer, I'm going to go to my computer to confirm where Texas Tech is at, and Texas Tech is 12th according to Ken Pomeroy's computer. So that's high, high praise for the Red Raiders in comparison to the humans. Somebody's going to be right, or they both can be wrong. Uh, Again, and and I hate to talk bad about Ken Pomeroy's computer right after he showed up. And I do think, you know, you know if you've listened to this podcast that I really follow – Ken Pomeroy computer recommendations slash predictions slash the data that it provides. I am a subscriber. So I like the stuff and it's eerie how close that computer is sometimes with score predictions 
and what's going to happen. So, but also it can be wrong. Okay. <laughs> the computer doesn't know about injuries. It's all happening. And speaking of the things that are happening, Big 12 Media Day happened this week. And I'll give you my thoughts on that in Random Thoughts coming up. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? I'm hungry for a sandwich. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they've got you covered. New customers, listen to this. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's that simple. Pick a huge favorite. If they win, $200 in free bets. The sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. They're giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Again, Big 12 Media Day. I think it happened virtually last year. Nobody flew to Kansas City because of pandemic. This time, representatives from all 10 teams, the 10 teams that are currently a part of the Big 12, went to Kansas City. The media showed up, and everybody got there. Each coach got their 15-minute interval, including Bob Huggins. And listen, one observation, the media, it's media day, right? Very hesitant to ask questions. <laughs> like everybody shows up and then you have this window to ask, you know, there's like one microphone, maybe two. They'll get you the microphone. You, If you have a question, you can ask it. And the gentleman who works for the Big 12 Conference, you can hear him in the background saying, all right, I'm sure you've got a question for Bob Huggins. It's so weird. and. Christine Butterfield, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, she asked Bob Huggins a question, but it's like, hey, media, here they are. Ask your questions. Very bizarre. And and I don't understand how media day works. I've never been to one. The best question asked of Coach Huggins was not from a media member. It was from another coach, Scott Drew. Who could say a bad thing about Scott Drew, right? And he's fresh off of a national championship. And I don't know if this is ego from that or he's always like that, but very chatty, very chatty, specifically during Bob Huggins' questions. And the camera pans over to Scott Drew. He's talking to Bob Huggins and he doesn't announce himself. You know, he doesn't say Scott Drew, Baylor Bears head coach. 
He just says, hey, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. Hey, hey, Bob, who's the best fisherman out of the Big 12 coaches? And Bob Huggins, you know how he rolls. Uh, very quick, he asks a clarifying question, and he's asking Scott Drew if he's asking who's the best fisherman or who fishes the most. Scott Drew confirms he's looking for the best fisherman. And with that information, he lets Scott Drew know that Scott Drew fishes the most, but that he himself, Bob Huggins, is the best fisherman coach in the Big 12 Conference. Which made me think, has anybody done a definitive ranking of the Big 12 coaches based on how good they are at fishing? I can't imagine that's taking place. So let me do the honor of ranking the Big 12 coaches. I have no information besides this interaction between Scott Drew and Bob Huggins at Big 12 Media Day in Kansas City. This is speculation, uh, but I think I'm right. I think this speculation, sometimes you just got a feeling about things, right? So let me go in order from worst fisherman to best fisherman. And number 10, very obviously, is Bruce Weber at Kansas State. And you've seen him on the sidelines, like his demeanor of screaming all the time. Let's be clear. I don't know how to fish. So understand that as I'm ranking people. But Bruce Weber screaming, my understanding is you've got to be quiet. Like the fish can hear above the water and it can scare them away if you're screaming. Bite the hook, bite the hook, or you know, whatever Bruce Weber would do. He's number 10. Number nine, Jamie Dixon. And, you know, Jamie Dixon, I picture Jamie Dixon more likely to accidentally hook a human. <laughs> like casting and accidentally, like the the hook goes 90 degrees and, and goes into a person's thumb or something like that. I've got Jamie Dixon at number nine. Number eight, Porter Moser. Listen, I'm not, all I did to put him at number eight was go to Google, type in Porter Moser fishing. And you know what comes up? Nothing about Porter Moser fishing. So that puts him at number eight. Number seven is the Iowa State coach, Otzelberger. Listen, Otzelberger is a basketball guy, right? His wife basketball lady, former WNBA player. So I imagine the Otzelberger family, as far as time spent doing things, the super huge chunk of the pie is basketball. And there's very little room for other things and not just fishing, like any other things. It's a strict basketball diet for the Otzelbergers. And yet I still have him above three other coaches. He just, I think he'd be good at it. He just has no room for fishing. Number six and number five, it was a very close, I almost put him at a tie for fifth. But for six, I'm going with Bill Self at Kansas. And let me read my statement of how I chose Bill Self. Without getting into specifics, I picture Bill Self enjoying a day of fishing and what goes with that day of fishing. All right. Wanted to make sure I read that. So uh, number five, Chris Beard. 
And I can, I need to read this one as well. Without getting into specifics, I picture Chris Beard enjoying a day of fishing and what goes along with that day of fishing. All right. So that's six and five. Number four, Mike Boyton at Oklahoma State. You know why? He's very patient. He's probably the most positive coach. And again, my guess, as far as fishing, it's probably worse percentage-wise catching fish than like hitting a baseball. Like the odds are you throw the hook in and there's not going to be a fish on it. And so you need patience and you need to be positive. Like, all right, I'm going to get it next time. And I think Boyton has that demeanor and has that uh, positivity to really spend the day like, all right, I'm going to cast again. This is going to be the one where I catch the fish. So number four, Boyton. Three, Scott Drew. And Scott Drew, uh, based on that conversation, is a volume fisherman. The man fishes a lot. Now, Huggins, you know, he kind of made the distinction between fishing a lot and being good at it. And Scott Drew may be good at it. I've got him in my top three of coaches but if you look at Scott Drew's advanced metrics, advanced fishing metrics, if you went to kenfish.com and looked up Scott Drew, the advanced metrics say he's not efficient with his fishing. All right? Get what I'm saying? He's not efficient. Because it's the word fish and efficient. Anyway, number two, Mark Adams, the, the coach at Texas Tech. And this guy, it's only based on looks. Like, I could picture Mark Adams on the sideline wearing one of those big floppy fishing hats that have, like, the hooks and the lures, uh, like, like hooked into the fabric of the, of the hat. Like, I look at Mark Adams, and it screams fly fisherman. Like, you can see him in the overalls with that fat, like, the, like the, the yarn string that just kind of constantly back and forth. That man's that man's a, a good fisherman. And he prefers fly fishing. And I've got Mark Adams at number two. He may have never fished a day in his, in his life. It's only, this is not fair to Mark Adams. He looks like a good fisherman. And then number one is Bob Huggins. Number one, because he said he was the best. But also, the man hosts a fish fry every year. And my understanding, and I can't I can't confirm this, but my understanding is. All of the fish that is consumed at the Bob Huggins fish fry, Bob Huggins is actually caught himself. He's responsible for all the fish. Now, who else is doing that in the conference? So number one, and I, again, I may have bias here, but I think it's, it's Bob Huggins. And I'm just going on what he, what he told Scott Drew. <laughs> so there's your Big 12 coaches fisherman rankings. Let me know where I've messed up. Who do you have as the best Big 12 coach fisherman? Final thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime Creative Group. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Huggins talked about being the best fisherman amongst the Big 12 coaches. 
He also, when he talked to ESPN, not on the not on the platform, but on the television show, he was he was in favor of super leaguing the NCAA tournament. Hey, you schools that can get four hundred into your gym, let the ones that can get over ten thousand into the gym. Let's let's have our tournament, and then you, you know, the ones that can get hundreds to your games, you all have your own tournament. And I think Bob Huggins, he's he's won 900 games as a college coach. He's probably the best basketball coach in the history of West Virginia University. He got the team to a final four. I think he's I think he's great at what he does. He's raw, he's this is a bad take. Why do we got a super league sports? You know, this is in my lifetime. Every conference has at least one representative and you could get you could get mowed down in the first game or you could win. And that's the intrigue of the game. That's the intrigue of the tournament. There's nothing to fix here. I don't even know if the money's better. By changing this. And Bob Huggins would know more about this stuff than I would. I'm just saying, who complains about when March rolls around and you have the first four days of the NCAA tournament? And littered with, in Huggins' words, these, these schools that bring 400 to the gym. I mean, UMBC? Yes. George Mason? Yes. That's who Huggins is talking about. They've been successful in the NCAA tournament. They can be terrible, too. I'm much more excited to see Colgate on the sheet than, you know, like a a 16 and 12 Colorado team. I'd much rather have a 30 win Stephen F. Austin. And I know that I would rather have that than. 18 and 14 Nebraska. So with love and respect to Bob Huggins, and this is not a unique take that I have. I'm just saying with love and respect, bad take. <laughs> Keep the NCAA tournament the way it is. Change nothing other than figure out a way to get it back to 64. I don't like to play in games. That, call me old fashioned. Give me a nice, perfect bracket. Don't have to worry about, you know, you have like that one line where you have to pick, you know, you like a 12 seed, but they may lose the play-in game and it messes up your bracket. Uh, Just take it out. Just let's go to 64 if we've got to lose a a few uh, invitation teams. Then so be it. We can cover every conference and make it 64. Or go 128. All right? Just make my bracket even on both sides. Okay? (laughs) That's all I'm looking for. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. 
Apparently, now you follow a podcast. There's a button. If it says follow or subscribe, hit that. That helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They're zero and zero.